Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends. So thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. Imagine that. Imagine there's nothing to prove. Yeah. Oh, and uh, oh, just as you said that, this other part showed up, showed up and it was like, but what are we going to do? You know, like if there's nothing to prove, then like, okay, now we're just wait, waiting to die. You know, like all of a sudden there was nothing to do. Yeah, there it is. Oh, God, that's how much has been driving it. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and then now just what bubbled up was like, oh, no, no, you get to do the stuff that you love to do. <laughs> you are listening to The New Man, Beyond the Macho Jerk and the New Age Wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lemire. Are you stressed out about which direction you should go in life? Have you spread yourself too thin? And what if there's another way to tackle your challenges instead of always working harder? On this call, I reconnect with a former client who's now a successful therapist. She's got so many options, but not enough time. She's spreading herself too thin and burning out as a result. Luckily, we're able to identify the mindset that's draining her energy and provide a new approach to work that doesn't devour her life or peace of mind. What you're about to hear is an actual coaching call. The person being coached volunteered and gave explicit permission to have our conversation recorded for this podcast. Well, hi. Familiar face. I know. How great. are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Doing very well. Very happy to see you and talk with good. you. It's been a minute. Yeah, I think uh, I was talking to my husband about it last night. Twelve years. Twelve years since we we saw you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Our so you probably have like a teenager now. Yeah, she's thirteen. Almost. Just turned yeah. thirteen. Yeah. Uh, when last night I was telling my husband about it, I was like, really, I am here and all of this that I have is traceable back to you. <laughs> Obviously not um, with your own hands, but through the connections and relationships. Yeah, that started for that's me. so exciting. That's so exciting. Yeah. We'll have to get you out to the beach here in North Carolina and catch up. Oh, so. where, are you, where are you guys in North Carolina? <clears throat> Wrightsville Beach. 
Okay. I have a friend who lives in Asheville. I have two friends who live in Asheville. So yeah, um, I'm guessing they're not close, different parts of the state. Well, relatively, they're not. It's a few hours, you know, yeah. four or five hours. Okay. So we head yeah. up to the mountains pretty regularly because that's Allison's thing. So yeah, cool. Yeah. And then just addressing the expectations. This is weird. It's weird to do a call like this and have it recorded. And so I'm completely fine if nothing comes of this. I don't want you to feel like you need to do anything that's not natural for you. And I want to let both of us off the hook that we have to make something happen. We could both just have a good laugh. And oh, well, that was an interesting conversation. (laughs) Okay. Anything that you would like to bring to this part of the conversation or set an intention or anything about that would help you just relax and, and enjoy yourself today? So funny you say relax and enjoy because where I was headed was like, all right, I'm ready for whatever it is that shows up and let's get intense about it if we need to. <laughs> and you're like, relax. And I'm like, huh, not at all where I was going. But I think that's probably notable. That that's what I bring where. So when I have when I feel like I get stuck I I just want to keep hitting the nail with the same hammer to see if maybe if I do it harder. And my approach is like an intense self-examination and like digging, doing therapy. I'm doing deep work therapy with people. And so I forget that there's this other way to approach life. So the fact that you said that, whereas what I was going to bring was let's get intense. And you're like, let's relax and enjoy. Um, So that could be part of what it is that's shown up that I just, I want to like, uh, go deep and get it. And that isn't always where I felt the most shifting for me in terms of receiving what's on the outside. So when someone offers me a different way of being, that feels like it's the biggest challenge rather than the different way of knowing. So the fact that you said that brought that right up. Okay. And I'm happy to go there and name whatever it is that's showing up for me. Um, so I feel really open to what's happening. And there's this like, you know, hammer inside of me that's like, okay, let's get this. Right. Let's get it. Yeah. I like yeah. that. And I'm gritting my teeth and we're going to get this thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything's a nail. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And I have nothing but a hammer. <laughs> um, and that's okay. all, that's always been my challenge. Like, how do I stop seeing things as nails when I just, my go-to for the world is hammering. So. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's good to have a hammer. It's good. To, it's a good tool. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, it it's works. useful at times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What well, feels like a trailhead for you uh, where we would, it, so that's, we're talking style and uh, mm-hmm. like, you know, who we're being as we approach our challenge, but do we have a little context? Do you have a sense of where we might start our conversation today? So I'm working as an equine therapist. That was something that Alice and I worked towards and she kind of fed me towards that path. I'm working for, um, as a contractor, working at a nonprofit that's gone through a lot of organizational drama, which a lot of nonprofits do, uh, and then have my own private practice. And I've worked my way into different little communities. And so I'm kind of spread all over working at four different places, really. So all of that is my base. And I realized like, okay, I've got that set. I noticed that I... Um, I'm, I'm looking for something more. What do I do? How can I increase my capacity of like how much money I make in an hour, how much money I'm making? Uh, and then working for a nonprofit, that means that that, that gets capped a lot lower because I would like to make therapy, especially equine therapy accessible to people. That matters to me that a lot of people can benefit from nature, animals being outside, uh, who can't afford it. So I want to make sure that that's a big part of my value system. 
So if that's a big part of my value system and I want to maintain that, my income is going to be a lot lower. And then when I have my private practice clients, there's only so many of those that I can do. And I get kind of burned out on the individual work because it requires so much attention. So I'm looking at starting an online business. Now I'm spread everywhere. I have this novelty seeking. I have a financial desire. And I can't do all of those things and maintain all of those. It's like I need three of me to do nonprofit work, private practice work, and then expanding business and doing online content work. So all of this stuff just jumbles and I end up kind of spinning. There's there's stuff in me that's making it hard for me to do what I know it is, which is find your own answers and put the work in and do one thing at a time. That feels like it's hard for me to get to that place energetically. So I think that's probably the big context of what it is that I'm experiencing in my life right now. Okay. So lots of seemingly competing desires, competing commitments, and then only so much attention, only so much energy, Mm -hmm. and feeling spread thin. Yeah. And kind of getting caught in a loop of managing all of these different things. Yeah. Ideally, it would be basically efficiency. So largest amount of of, um, of income possible for the least amount of work, which now I'm hitting my head up against it. And I'm like, okay, well, I can increase my income, but it's going to take a lot more work. So that's maybe the crux of it. As I listen to you, question that's coming to me is who is leading all of this who is leading all this within you so there's lots of different chefs in this kitchen Mm -hmm. and but there's not one chef and it doesn't have to be the the authoritarian Mm -hmm. but there's not one chef that has a clear vision that serves these or considers these but then has to make the hard decisions Mm -hmm. and so lots of chefs are coming in and grabbing an hour or three of your time and energy here and then fighting and grabbing more of your time and energy over here. And it's this push and pull, but there's not a singular vision. Right. Yeah. 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 As you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, there is like at least three versions of me (laughs) in my work world and uh, they don't always match or agree. So um, yeah, I don't have, I don't have an answer to the who's leading it. not only do they not answer or agree in terms of your professional life, but then what's it in service of for you as mm-hmm. a whole? Mm-hmm. And that's what's more concerning to me. So the, the model that we could play with today is that your professional life serves who you are personally, serves you, let's use the word empowered, empowers you to be who you are. It empowers you to become who you are. Mm-hmm. It empowers you to be, to have the relationship you want to have. It empowers you to be in the natural world the way that you want to, mm-hmm. et cetera. So the idea is that our professional life would ultimately empower us to have the life that we have. That's why we make money. Yeah. It's why we would have time and energy to go and explore the world and do those things. That's the ideal. When we flip it and somehow these chefs take over work, our professional life then eclipses these things. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping that we can fit life in around the, you know, around whatever, you know, to get little morsels of life around there. So we could play with this model if it sounds attractive to you. 
of mm-hmm. what it might look like for your work uh, to have its place in your life as a whole? And then what role does it play in your life instead of being your life? Right, right, right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, what what kind of landed in my chest as you were talking was, how is this in service of me as a whole? And then, you know, the clear vision piece. Like, as you said, that, I was like, you're right. There is no clear vision of what the what I want it to look like. And then when you said in service of me, I'm like, because I don't have a connection to like, how is that all revolving around me instead of me just like, you know, uh, sort of tapping different things on and off. Let's Um, talk about the vision piece because it's what I often see is our self-image and our status will go and paint the picture of what our lives look like. It wants to illustrate it. It wants to do the Southern California foam core vision right. board with all the pictures and everything. And that's fine if that's helpful to you, but Mm-mm. even our language is, this is what I want it to look like. And maybe vision isn't the right word because ultimately we want it to feel a certain yeah. way. Yeah. So if you want to design a life where you feel stretched thin and you feel mm-hmm. scattered, well, you're on track. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your experiences tell us that we're off track. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then maybe instead of having a vision in place, that, that okay, that, well, I'll have this and I'll have this money in the bank and I'll have the house on the hill and all da 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 That's great. But in our mind, we create a theory. If I had all of that shit, I would feel differently. Right. And we know this because if we got all of that stuff and we still mm-hmm. felt stretched and anxious and, oh my God, it's going to fall apart any minute or I can't even enjoy it, something's wrong. I screwed up yeah. somewhere. Right. So what we can do is start to identify the experiences you ultimately want to have that you're empowered to have. Mm -hmm. And then your leadership comes in and says, all right, I've got to make tough decisions. Is this going to have me feel more free, more alive, more at peace, more Mm -hmm. spacious, whatever your words or experiences would be? And that's what would be the guiding force for you. And you, oh, this is going to just stack more shit on my plate. This isn't, well, I want this, but it actually works against what I say Mm -hmm. I really want in life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what you're saying is that it isn't so much about uh, these externals that I can see or that I'd be able to name or point to. And the, the guiding principle instead of a vision would be what's the, what's the experience of my life that I want to have. We can definitely put those those things out there, those outcomes out there, but we need to understand what they mean for us. So the extra money means more security, more spaciousness mentally. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll yeah. be okay, right? right. Uh, this means I'll have more, more freedom to do X, Y, Z. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I'm wanting. This means I have the space to have the time to be with the people I love and to have the experiences to travel or whatever it is. So we want to connect the dots between those things, those and the experiences we're really hoping to to have. Okay. That makes a lot of sense to me. You know, as you're talking, what's coming up is, yeah, there's a lot of this that really is um, image driven. There's a part of me that this is ego based. Like, okay, if I've got I'm making this much money and I've got this online business and I'm like doing these great social things and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being a certain kind of person, you know, that has felt empty. Like I have reached a certain, like in a very short amount of time, I've gotten a pretty high income from my business. 
And then right around this, the time that your email came, it was like, oh God, I don't feel this fulfillment. I don't feel that ease. I just feel this like, ugh, more of the same. There's something that that isn't working in that. And as you're talking like, right, I was focusing on things, not experience and how those things connect. So let's talk about what that identity is because again, there's another theory there. If I am this person, if I can see myself as this person or I can project this image, Mm -hmm. if I'm the successful person, what do you anticipate you might feel as Mm -hmm. a result? Can you you think about what that's like, oh, that would mean what, or I would feel what about myself, or I would be seen as something. We want to identify that because that's a competing commitment. Mm Yeah, if I'm if I'm whatever the image of successful is, then that means that I'm I feel like legitimate. You know, I've I've cleared off my place on the planet and I have worth. Um, that I I like struggled so much in the first 20, 30 years of my life that I've like turned it around. <laughs> and I've, I'm not a waste of space, which was maybe part of the the experience that I was having when I was struggling, that I just couldn't find a a place in my life where I was productive or helpful or useful and that I'm fulfilling the values that I grew up with. So I'm like, I'm, uh, you know, a good, uh, good daughter or a, like a good example of my family's values that I've done all of these things and that I've like proven that I'm, I can do it, you know, like, so a sense of, um, yeah, yeah. I really just comes down to like, okay, I'm not just such a, such a like, ugh, you know, like, someone who showed up and had all this privilege and didn't make any use of it, that it's like, nope, I really made use of what I've been offered and I'm now useful to society. And I've proven it through this amount of income and how quickly I did it. And I've done it through how many people I've helped. And the organization that I'm supporting has like social clout in terms of the helping side of things. So all of these boxes that prove that somehow I belong, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm allowed to be here. <laughs> I found my place and I'm, I'm fitting into the world. All right, let's imagine that somehow you satisfied this part of you mm-hmm. once and for all. Mm-hmm. It really got it. It really <laughs> got, got it. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I got it right. I'm enough. I'm yeah. lovable. I'm acceptable. I've, I've balanced the ledger. Okay. And now imagine what your life could look like from that place of not needing to wake up every day and needing to prove that you're enough, that you're worth it, that you have worth, that you're legit, you you can take up the space. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but you're a contributor. Just relaxing that. I'm not saying it's gonna go away, but what it does is that's eclipsing us right now. Yeah. And all of those chefs are working their ass off to make sure we check those boxes every day. Mm-hmm. And that's exhausting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> As you said that, I was like, oh, God. Man, the thought that came was like, I have to wake up every morning and up my game. Okay, yesterday I did that. So now I have to do this. Okay, so now I've done that. Now I have to like go and like do more good work and I have to go contribute more. Like I just felt the heaviness of that. And then imagining what it would be like to relax that part and for it to be satisfied. It's like, wow, I would work less. I would spend more time with my horse. I'd spend more time outside. I'd have clients where I didn't feel like I needed to prove how how like amazing I was at solving problems for them and 
how amazing I was at being able to be with them in their pain and how helpful I was and yeah, how much I had to offer. Uh, I was like, I don't have to do that today was the feeling. And it was like a real relief. Yeah. Okay. So when we talk about finding our orientation, you can call it vision, but what we're doing is we're saying, Hey, what might things look like if I didn't have to prove if I wasn't constantly under scrutiny Mm -hmm. and we could start to look at these different decisions and you just rattle off a lot. Right. And right off the bat, we're coming from that place of, ah, we're starting there instead of God, I hope one day Mm -hmm. I'm going to get there one day. Mm -hmm. Right. But you can already see that that doesn't, that doesn't work out very well. It's not working. It's not working. (laughs) And I can hear this when I talk to people and they're like, man, if I just got here, it'd be good. And I'm like, yeah, let's see. Six months later, I got, well, not that. What I meant was it's more this other thing. And it's just, it's the rat race. It's just this never, never enough. So I want to help us identify this first and foremost and just like love it. Like it's just going to be there. And you know well enough we can heal certain Mm -hmm. things. But we, maybe when we come back to who's leading your life and who's leading your business, we want to keep an eye on this part. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's one of them. It's always been there. It's gotten me very far, you know. Sure. For sure. But today it's exhausted. Like the last few months I've felt the exhaustion of that one being in charge. There's your hammer, right? Like I can always prove, I can always play that game and look at the skills you've developed. And what if we could leverage those skills now to create a life that is not about proving anymore. There's nothing to prove. Imagine that. Imagine there's nothing to prove. Yeah. Oh, and uh, oh, just as you said that, this other part showed up, showed up and it was like, but what are we going to do? You know, like if there's nothing to prove, then like, okay, now we're just wait, waiting to die. You know, like all of a sudden there was nothing to do. Yeah. There it is. Oh, God. That's how much has been driving it. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and then now just what bubbled up was like, oh, no, no, you get to do the stuff that you love to do. <laughs> like, right. And I mean, I've been here so many times, but it's like so good to see that in this context instead of like when it comes to therapeutic or emotional relationship stuff to see it in my work. Like now I get to do the things that I love. Like that just filled up the time until death. <laughs> yeah. But, Wow, that was like a huge reaction of like, oh God, what are we going to do if we're not trying to prove something? It feels like death. Yeah, it did. It felt, it felt like, well, what's the point? Um, I've got nothing to prove. What's the point? Was that what came up? So, so this is a, what I want to introduce here is that this is a muscle to develop, right? So if we've, mm-hmm. you've been working your hammer, then your, your hammer hand is so, it's jacked. It's yeah. just. <laughs> loves hammering. It loves hammering. And then the other arm's just kind of puny and maybe, maybe we'll, we just got to work at it a bit. Mm. Asking these questions. Okay, well, if I'm not proving then, what might I do with my time? What choices might I make? Um, where do I feel drawn towards more freedom or aliveness or love and connection or peace mm. of mind? Whatever those things are, we can start to bring in those desired experiences that you want to have and then look at your day from that lens what would i start to do today that would allow more freedom aliveness love and peace of mind 
And you're gonna when we're gonna bump up against this voice, it's like but but but, and there'll be a version of that resistance, and that's okay. Just inch it along, and it'll learn through experience and through time that the world doesn't fall apart. Mm-hmm. And you can always go back to hammering if you need to. Right. Yeah. But this is this is what I mean by shifting your leadership, like who is leading you. And I would I would say this is more kind of capital S self versus yeah. these small parts that are fearful and proving and Yeah. What am I really here to experience? What am I really here to to contribute? Not just mm-hmm. I contribute to prove. Yeah. Yeah. Like what am I what am I here to get in terms of like feeling good about myself versus uh what am I here to experience that feels good to me? Sure. That's what I'm here to yeah. And even as you were describing how you might work with your clients, I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. Like being mm-hmm. in that environment where you are in this place of self-acceptance and, mm-hmm. and just this relaxed place and inviting people into that mm-hmm. is just like, oh, it feels good here. Mm-hmm. Instead of, I got to prove shit. Now, now you do too. Like, let's create this environment. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, but heal now. Just no pressure. I need you to heal now so I feel better, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's like, it's pretty accurate. Um, sometimes, so sometimes, yeah. So I'm curious as we start to talk about that, sometimes little things will start to pipe in because when we start to clarify our yes, these are the experiences I want to have, then our no becomes, it just stands out. So do, are you aware of some of the things that would just like, this is out of alignment with it, what I really want? Is there any awareness around that? Hmm. Like the saying, yes, I want to work on freedom and aliveness. And is there something that shows up that's like, nah, I don't want to do that? Yeah, it's it's a it's like a wrong note when you're listening right. to music. It's like, oh, here we're playing in this key now, and then this note over here just, oh, it's mm-hmm. it's not good. Anything show up? You know, as I, I entered into that space with myself, felt it in my body, and I was like, oh, this feels so good. You know, just that same you know hammer arm showed up, and it was like. But then who's going to know how great you are? You know, who like that, that showed up, like, how are you going to make a name for yourself? And people are going to get ahead of you and you're going to lose your opportunities to be the greatest. <laughs> as, as though being the greatest therapist is really what we all get into it for. But it's like, that was, that came up to me. Right. So I, like I have a meet and greet with some folks who are boarding their horses at the place where we're working. And they're really curious about what we do. And I was going to go into that in this place. I was like, I'm going to, tell them everything, educate them about equine therapy, and they're going to see how amazing the work is. And they're going to think I'm so smart. <laughs> you know, like That part was kind of up. And I was like, oh, no, I just get to go and connect with them and answer their questions. And it just felt so different. All of a sudden, that half an hour wasn't a performance. It was like a conversation. And that felt a lot better. Uh, even thinking about going to the gym after this, like, oh, right, this is, I want to go to the gym and train for climbing because we want to go do fun stuff this summer instead of it being like, all right, I'm going to have to hit so many PRs. I'm going to have to do all these things. All of a sudden it's like, I get to go and spend time with myself, moving my body on the wall and being present with myself. So that's, that was what was showing up was like, all of a sudden everything came into a different focus as I thought about the next few days, whenever. Yeah. What I love is you're not describing a life where you're like, Great. I just, I go buy a metric ton of Oreos and I sit on the couch and watch Netflix for the next two years, right? Mm -hmm. You're still engaged. Mm -hmm. You're still working towards the things that strengthen you and the experiences you want and Mm -hmm. everything. But the the frame that you're using 
we're relaxing this need for it to be something other than what's really essential, which is I want to be stronger so I can go climb and have those experiences. I want to mm -hmm. connect with these people so they can learn about something I care about deeply. We're just, we can relax this other thing that's making it more about you. And that's the part that maybe isn't as much fun or that, that, yeah. that creates the burden, the thing that makes it heavy. And I want to invite mm -hmm. you to bring a sense of humor to this. Why? Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to turn it into a loop of, oh, there I go, I'm making everything about myself again. And oh shit, I'm doing that right now. I'm making everything about me and I'm getting wound up and it's this feedback loop and it's miserable. Instead of, oh, there I go, I'm doing that thing where I make everything about me again and mm -hmm. ha, ha ha, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. in our household that we get, I usually get made fun of pretty regularly for this. So, but it's, it's great to just... <laughs> let the air out of the balloon and like, oh, I'm doing that thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried about it and it's acceptable and it's not a tragedy that yeah. we're doing the thing. Um, yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to be there. And if we can be loving and playful with it, it tends to have way less weight mm -hmm. on us. Yeah, I do. I, I tend to go into like the, you know, the trauma drama when something shows up where it's like, okay, oh, here's this part. Now I need to be with it and feel this pain and like have tears about it and let it go. And it's like, what you're saying is just, no, you have permission to just be like, oh, hey, what's up? You can what's name it. You could give her a tiara. You could like, <laughs> <laughs> it could be really fun, right? Oh my God, I've never thought of myself as a princess, but that works. <laughs> I don't know if the tiara works or not, but like mine's definitely larger than life in a way. Yeah. And it's just like, he's just this swaggering guy. It's like, oh boy, here he is. Yeah. Like, what do you got this to say This one feels like an Olympian, you know, like mm. I'm winning the gold medal. <laughs> So maybe you get that gold medal, you just walk around with your hands over your head, just like you're just victory all the time. <laughs> I'm a winner, right? finally. <laughs> I'm the winner. And fuck you, right? Like just like <laughs> Yeah, and I've got an Oscar and I've got a gold medal and I've got a Grammy. <laughs> and I'm the greatest therapist of all time. So everybody eats shit, right? <laughs> Still there. Yeah. So there. Like this loving playfulness with it, you know, yeah. is it's just I just find it way uh, way more fun and yeah. less like, oh my gosh, I'm so whatever. Yeah. So that's more of the, that's more of the poor me, look at me thing. Yeah. 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 feels a lot less shameful. I'm like, oh, I could totally joke around with my friends about this. Oh, they're going to hear about the Olympian, you know, and that's going to be part of what I can own rather than like, there's this dark secret part of me that's like driven by ego and, you know, is insatiable for success. Like that. Oh yeah. So. I maybe go buy your Olympian outfit and... Mm. You know, just maybe you get to do Olympian dress up day sometimes and you just get to go crush, crush it at Whole Foods, you know, like whatever, <laughs> whatever I you mean, want to know. Yeah, that Whole Foods <laughs> is the center of the universe. So. I will, I shop better than all of you. Yes. <laughs> I do, very efficient. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about ritual because we need some way to come back to this self-leadership, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Yeah. Whoever we're whoever we're inviting into this leadership role within you. We can't hope that this part of you shows up. So I would want to help you create some kind of practice or some kind of thing that you do on a regular basis every morning or three times a day or once an hour or whatever, which mm -hmm. is like, okay, I was unconscious for three hours and now it's time to get back. Mm -hmm. I'm getting back in touch with this part of myself. And this person can now make these decisions instead of once every six weeks I get in touch with this part of me or whatever. Right. So right. 
we can't, again, we don't want magical calendars and we don't want magical leadership. And just because I had a great conversation about this, I'm just going to do it now. It mm-hmm. has to be part of the practice to get mm-hmm. in touch with that. Mm-hmm. What, um, what do some people do? Like what would be an example of that? I think it's important, you know, for me every morning, it's, it's, it's not only meditation, but it's also, I go through a process where I kind of do a 360 in my life and I give gratitude for everything, you know, just kind of in the 360 degree range. And then for each one of those things, I say, what do I want? What do I want for myself uh, in terms of my physical body today? I want, to, I want to make sure I move today. That would feel good. I want, okay, what kind of movement feels good? Well, like, I want to go surf or I want to go for a walk or I want to do ABC. Okay, great. So I'm tapping into that, that part of me instead of autopilot. Oh, I have this scheduled, so I just go do it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, what do I want? Mm. Right? What do I want for my life? You know, what am I grateful for financially? What do I want for my life financially? Where am I grateful for around our home and our, our things, our collection of creature comforts? What do I also want for that? Mm-hmm. Um, relationships. Oh, wow. I, I want to make sure I get eye contact with my daughter before she heads out the door as a busy teenager. It's just mm-hmm. these little things of, yeah, what do I want? And it actually helps sometimes to say, what if this is the last day? Mm. And it's not like I've got to wring every drop out of it, that, that kind of mentality of scarcity, but I would feel better if I showed up this way today. So I do want to show up in my calls with an open heart and in a clear head. I, I want to bring that part of me into those calls. Um, so it's very intentional. Like, who am I bringing? And for me, it's like tuning my guitar. Anything that's out of tune, it's, it, I, it's quick. I, I can sense it. Mm-hmm. Oh, something's not right here. I've, I've gone off into a different arena. Okay, back mm-hmm. into tune, back into tune. Mm-hmm. So okay. doing that regularly of, hey, here's what I'm grateful for. And also, what do I want? What am I creating? What am I actively involved in? Oh, right, this is what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And then, well, then what's this, what's this other proving shit about? Why am I worried about getting this right for these people or whatever. It's just like, I could probably relax that. I could mm-hmm. let that go. Mm-hmm. That works for me mm-hmm. to have a, a practice like yeah. that and to just touch in several times a day. Um, you know, if I'm watching YouTube or whatever, okay, I'm, my mind's elsewhere. Okay, I'm getting ready to come back to a call. It's where, where am I coming from? So it, what I'm hearing is like, uh, you know, just setting intentions. Like this is how I want to show up and finding your center again, clearing some of the smoke or the debris or the scattered energy and coming back to like, this is the, the choice that I'm making about who I want to be. And I want that to leave. Yeah. And, but there's, there, I want to push it a little further because it is about what do I want? Okay. Because there's a deeper desire there. Mm-hmm. What's wanting to come through me or as me or what's the experience I want to have today? Because mm. there's a, we can just float along with like, where do you want to eat? I don't know, wherever you want to eat. Like my, you know, it's just, you just get sloppy and vague. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, what do I want to eat? That's a great question. What do I want? Mm -hmm. What's sushi? That's what I want. Let's go. Let's get on it. It takes an effort and we get lazy to actually tap into what we want and to speak up for it. And that becomes part of this, like life is chronically just on a low level disappointing because yeah. we're not t- making, making the effort to say, no, what do I want? Yeah. 
Yeah, as you say that, like like something in just like vibed. I don't even know if that's the right word, but something uh, lined up where it was like, oh, wanting uh, feels really clear and like uh, really strong and very um, like risky is the word that comes up, but I don't, I think internally risky, but uh, also underneath it is like, oh, oh, like this, oh, thing happened where I'm like, oh, I don't ask myself that question in that deep way because I feel like I have to put all my energy into these boxes. So it doesn't actually matter what it is that I want. Um, there. I'm just serving. I yeah. never have to lead. Yeah. I can just react. Just react. And it's like, so for some reason that feels more comfortable. I mean, it isn't because it's led to discomfort in my life, but mentally or emotionally or internally, it feels easier, more comfortable to just be like, oh, well, I have to go do these things because I signed up for them and I said yes to these things. So I have to go do them instead of, oh, no, no, no. But what do I actually, what do I actually want? And on the positive side, that feels really good because I'm like, oh, cool, I get to show up the way that I want. And then it was like, oh, but then I actually have to follow through and do the thing that I want. I'm going to have to, I'm going to say no to things. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, I really, uh, sure, on the surface, I want chocolate cake, but I actually don't want how chocolate cake makes me feel, <laughs> you know, right. that, that like, I actually want how salads and chicken make me feel or whatever. Not that those are opposites, but, um, you know. I was like, ooh, that's discipline right there. <laughs> that's well, like it, you can, paying attention and commitment, it, yeah. You can. Like, it can be one of those things where I adopt somebody else's rules. This is what you should want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to help us oh, come yeah. even, like, what am, I, what am I feeling? There's actually just really a want? felt sense. What am I drawn towards? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I haven't talked to my friend, my, my, my buddy, and I'm going to call him today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And that, just, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, crap, now I got to show up for that friendship. <laughs> <laughs> it's like but i want to i want friends i'm like do i want friends and then i start going off spinning off into this thing right it's like oh when i have to commit to what i really want that's going to take some work and paying attention and presence which oh my god i think i just like being not present because i'm busy and scattered all the time there you go um, that's the that's the system we have is it allows you to be busy but there's nobody at the wheel there's yeah. nobody really driving this thing and so your time and energy just gets pissed away yeah. But you slowing down, I want this, I want that. Um, well, hey, what about this? No, that's, thank you, but no. Mm -hmm. I, I'm clear I want this today. Yeah. And that's tough. That's not, of us, not a lot of us are willing to do that. In a way that feels like, oh, that's actually, that's the place. This, I just started having awareness about how I enjoy chaos because then I don't ever have to lead. Yeah. yeah, and it's a like, mm -hmm. but you could choose that too. It's like you know what? I just don't really want to have to deal with this shit, so I'll just bounce yeah. around. I'll be the pinball, yeah. and I don't have to lead. Yeah, I just haven't wanted to step up and do the do the thing, you know. And I have, like, I mean, I have, I do my qigong practice in the morning, and I do journaling, and I have that, but it's never been. It's been more about like, okay, how do I regulate so that I can show up in a place where I'm like can be awake rather than. Oh wait, there needs to be a, a parent or a leader or a big S self who's showing up and making these decisions. Yeah. This I want exercise can be you can start with the most mundane things. You know, what do I want to wear today? How do I want to commute to wherever? 
really sit down. Like there's, there's, I can go the fastest route that I always go and drive unconsciously, or I could go the pretty route. It might take longer, but I enjoy that one. It's these little tiny things that don't necessarily depend on other people. Um, but you can just start to slow down and what do I want here? And making that choice and making it, you might make the exact same choice, but at least it's, I'm really present to it. Yeah. And I'm conscious to it. Like on purpose, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, that's, that's how we work this muscle that, that's been neglected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get to move into relationships and that's where it gets even more fun. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. What speaking up for what we want. Yeah. Speaking up for what we want. You know, here with, I want your help with this, or I want you to touch me this way, or I want this way. It's just a whole other, the whole other fun bag. So, yeah. All right. We've talked about a lot of things. You've got a sense of where this could all go in this way of being and practicing this way of being. We've thrown out a lot of things, but I want to chunk it down because I would like to hear from you in a couple of weeks. But I want to map out, I want you to map out what you want to be doing over the next couple of weeks that will help you start to play with these ideas and and let's see if we can get some things to stick. So what comes to mind for you? I think the last thing that you just said, starting to integrate, uh, I'm going to borrow your frame for a little while and see how I want to adjust it for my own self in terms of a daily, you know, to me, it sounds like intention setting, but also like this deeper thing of having the intention to be from the place of want and looking at different parts of my life and asking myself how I want to show up and who I want to be in those situations and, and start to see if there is a clear no that starts showing up in one part of my life. That feels like, um, how can I start practicing with this filter without any kind of expectations about how that might change anything? Mostly just like you said, the experiment, like let's experiment. If I do this daily practice of having the want filter on, how does that change the choices I make about my day, but also how does it change the, my day and my experience of the day? So that's what I'm interested in finding out for myself. Uh, and then working with the uh, that part of me that just is like, oh, I'm just so much happier in scattered chaos and how that gives me an excuse to just collapse at night and not pay attention to my life when I get to check out. Um, I think there's that energy inside of me that's like, hammer, 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 and then like throw the hammer away. I'm never going to hammer again. I'm just like, then I'm just, you know, watching TV and going to bed early and checking out at night instead of how do I actually want my evening to look if I haven't exhausted myself mentally all day? Um, Because that's where things tend to kind of fall apart. I do just kind of check out at night and that doesn't feel good. So how do I, how do I, does, does that domino forward to my evening feeling different? And really looking at how do I want my evening to go if I'm not checking out and tracking this energy that wants to show up and be scattered. Great. Um, so that to me feels like what I'm getting out of this conversation and that those, you know, reconnecting when I'm in the want place to like, how did it feel when I was giving myself permission to not have the Olympian in charge and really, really on purpose with discipline choosing to like, haha, there you are. Good to see you. Um, we'll go win a gold medal on the weekend when we, you know, climb 10 pitches or whatever. But today we're going to be showing up with, I want moments to feel more easeful or more free. Um, then I'm going to seek connection rather than competition in specific parts of my life. And, uh, you know, honoring that part 
and just seeing how like I can make friends with it so that it's not driving the bus and that it can still get what it wants, which is a sense of satisfaction, but in a different way. Okay. Um, so that's kind of like more the deeper yeah. personal awareness arc, but the practice part feels like the intention and then making choices differently throughout the day. Great. It's still a win if you can identify the things you want, but it might at this stage, like, I don't know if I can make that request or that proposal or implement that because it feels like too big of a leap. I don't want to let you off the hook here, but I want you to expect resistance. Eventually, I would have you stepping into that and making those requests or those proposals. But just even the win right now is just if you had a journal and it was tracking, I want, I want, I want, I want in these scenarios, that's the win. It's just unearthing that because it's, it is dip. You know, it has been buried. Somewhere along the line, we, we learned it wasn't okay to want these things. It, it was better to go through life doing the strategy that you named. Mm-hmm. So just even if it's in the rearview mirror, what would I have wanted today instead? If I'm if I'm sitting here feeling drained and exhausted, what would I have wanted today? What what could I have done differently? That's still a win. You're still rewiring your brain to consider what would I want. Yeah, got it. And okay. then we'd close the gap to okay, I'm going to get out ahead of it and start to make those requests and those proposals. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, oh, geez, it won't be okay. And like we find out we're okay. Yeah. You know, we find out it's just fine. And people are like, oh, great, no problem. And you're like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> that was supposed to be hard. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. That makes a lot of sense to me in terms of other, other places where I've had this experience of reflecting back if the choice didn't happen. Great. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So let's hear from you in two weeks. How's that sound? Okay. Beautiful. And uh, I welcome uh, face plants and uh, any kind of. Yeah, yard sales that happen along the way where things don't go as planned and because we learn from those. We like those. So. Oh, I'm probably going to self-sabotage the shit out of this later today or tomorrow. <laughs> so don't worry, you'll hear all about Great. it. Good, 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 cool. good. It's welcome. It's welcome. Yeah. Thanks. Wonderful. Well, it's been great to dive in to this with you and I love your sense of humor that you have and also your ability to really like own everything but also, you know, kind of be, be with it all and also have a sense of humor through it too. I think it's really... Mm-hmm. Really inspiring. Cool. Thank you. All right. Great to see you again. Good to see you too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. If these interviews are helping you, please leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you use so that others can discover the show more easily.